Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Poggers episode of Anything But Politics. My name is Jim Altman, and I'm here with... Christian Rollman. That Poggers was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You came in with that really nicely. I feel like you have to commit to Poggers. <laughs> yeah, you I, can't half-ass I, I, it. I feel you cannot half-ass Poggers. <laughs> um, what a word as well. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you kind of said it best, because when I... When we were trying to figure out what word it'd be today, Mimi said it would be uh, it would be poggers because of what today's episode is going to be. Do you want to? Yeah, what's t- straight into what's, it? Yeah, what's today's episode about, Jim? Uh, today's episode is going to be talking about video game, video, games, video game baby. culture, video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like you could talk forever about uh, what games you grew up on, what oh, consoles yeah. you had. Oh yeah, so we both have stuff prepared. And I'm ready to have a really good time talking about it. But first, before we get into that, before we roll the intro, uh, just so that everything's not very too, too fast paced, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and start laying the groundwork. Christian, how was your week? Has anything happened? What's Aww. up? What's going on? My week was good. Uh, I'm trying to think. I um, uh, I I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. This week has been fuzzy. Oh. Uh, one here's the one thing the one thing that happened uh this week mm-hmm. i had a mental breakdown yeah it's rough last friday we had six people missing at work mm-hmm. i saw this on your snapchat story yeah and like, <laughs> when i tell you i was bro- sorry to start off the podcast on a very sad <laughs> note on such a low note yeah, but like really. broken i was real like i had i haven't been that broken at work Ever. That was the worst it had ever been. Um, mm-hmm. It was two. I w- was one of two drivers with 40 runs to take at, at two in the morning. Like we closed mm-hmm. and still had 15 to 20 runs to take. And that was all night. All night was just runs kept stacking on top of each other. So many that like I couldn't even comprehend that there were that many to take out. It was insane. And, uh, yeah, I just, at the end of the night, I had worked 12 hours. Or no, maybe the breakdown happened on Saturday. I think the breakdown mm-hmm. happened on Saturday. Yes, it did. Because I had worked 12 hours on Friday. Then I worked another 12 hours on Saturday. And at the end of that Saturday shift, I just fucking broke. Um, so that was tough. But hopefully I never have to deal with that again because those people are coming back this week. That's good. And uh, it was in terms, even if it was negative, can you call negative things a highlight? If they like stood out in your week? Yeah, it was the biggest, it was, I would say it's the biggest, it was the biggest part of my week. Oh, well, and I learned a lot. I've learned. Yeah. I definitely learned how to cope with just like a mountain of. Disappointment. <laughs> definitely a mountain of disappointment, but a mountain, like by nine o'clock, I knew that it was going to be like the worst night ever. And I yeah. wasn't I wasn't prepared, and now I know uh, how to prepare for something like that. I know what I need to do next time. So uh, I think it was important. It just was a really, really rough night, and rough two nights. Yeah, it it, it does not sound good. I I remember I remember working in fast food. I worked in fast food for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, More power to you. Stuff like that can happen at the drop of a hat people can be unprofessional and simply leave their shift leaving more for the rest to do Mm -hmm. and um 
there can just be an unexpected two buses that roll onto the lot and you have to feed two buses worth of high school or college students. Exactly. It is, and they never call ahead. So No, why would they? <laughs> and, <laughs> and why would they call ahead? Like on days of the year, because working in fast food for three years, you start to get a rhythm of, oh, this time of the year is most busy and this time of the year is kind of dead. Mm-hmm. Um, where I worked, which is Sonic Drive-In, by the way. I roller skated. It was great. Um, in the wintertime, because it's an establishment where you, like, eat in your car, it was really dead because no one wanted to sit in their car yeah. to eat. They wanted to go inside someplace warm. So summer was definitely the the busiest time. On days that I knew were going to be ridiculously busy, like let's say there's a coupon out for ridiculously cheap corn dogs, I could physically and mentally prepare myself. I could be like, today is going to suck. And you know what? That made it better because I was yeah. prepared at the very least. Mm-hmm. I walked in knowing it was going to suck. So I walked out feeling like I wasn't proven wrong. Yeah, I'm right. in the right here. Um yeah, if it's I had, always when you least expect it and you just get smacked by it. That is the worst. Yeah. If I had gone into Saturday knowing like, okay, it's going to be hell and possibly worse than last night. The problem was my manager told me Friday night. She was like, don't worry. Friday night's our busiest night. It'll be a lot better tomorrow. She should not have said that. <laughs> that definitely, mm, that definitely fucked me over. Um, not good. Not good at all. So yeah, now I know. Walk into every shift knowing that it's going to be potentially the worst shift of your life. And then you'll be excited. Or then you'll be um, pleasantly surprised when it isn't. Absolutely. Pleasantly surprised. And with that being said, that was the low point of the week. Welcome, for, everybody, for, for to me, hopefully... For, hey, for me, yeah. Hey. What about you? What do, what do you got? What happened this week, bud? <sighs> Gosh, I don't know, man. I My life is so stagnant, and I can't yeah. say that like it's a bad thing. Uh, we're just in a place where everyone's... Working from home. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't like going out if I can avoid it. So I don't blame you. I tried mochi for the first time. Huh? What? I tried mochi for the first time. You say it as if I know what it is. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's the best, essentially. If I have oh to, oh but... oh okay, I know. Okay, have you looked that. it up? <laughs> no, I don't. Hold on, let me look it up. <laughs> oh, I said it's the best, and you just understood. I, yes, I, now a, I understand. Okay. Oh, pottery? It's a rice cake. Mochi is a Japanese rice cake Not made pottery. of uh, mochigom, uh, short grain. I'm I'm not going to pronounce half these words right. Interesting. Uh, but it is a Japanese rice cake, and uh, they can be served, I think, as either ice cream dessert things or like more as like a... Uh, not an appetizer, but just like a little snack. They're Neat. small. They're like, they fit in the palm of your hand. Um, the, it's really good. We got strawberry ice cream ones from our local uh, food place. And it was, really, oh man, first time trying it. Well, it was cool. amazing. We're definitely going to have to get more. Oh man, it was great. I'll have to uh, like take a video and send it on Snapchat because we have two more. It comes in a pack of like six. Ah. And uh, I'll have to send you a video. It's really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, if anybody out there is looking to try something new, give, uh, give Mochi a shot. Give Mochi a try. Give Mochi a shot. (laughs) Uh. All right. It's a good intro. Now we've complete, we've completely fucked my segue. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. 
No, it's okay. It's okay because uh, Seth can either edit it to where I say mine first and then you say your second. Whoa. Or we can just, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just, I'll use the same segue. Hey guys, we went ahead and talked about uh, my high point of the week and Christian's low point of the week. And welcome everyone to what hopefully is your high point of the week or something that you can definitely look forward to enjoying. That was solid. Which is the 11th episode of Anything But Politics. We've already introduced ourselves. We've already laid the groundwork for what's going to be a nice little episode about video games. Christian, you want to go and roll the tape? Let's roll the tape, baby. Let's go and roll the tape. Hello, everybody. This is Jim and Christian. And you're listening to Anything But Politics. Fuck yeah! What a song. What a song. You know, Seth has uh, been expressing interest in making an animation to roll for YouTube in that place. That would be so cute. Was that your voice? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Are you okay? Do you need a drink after that? (laughs) Holy shit. I need a drink after that. No. I I... thought that my headphones... (laughs) You thought it was like feedback? I thought thought everything was breaking. I thought the computer was crashing. (laughs) No, that's just me, little little tenor Christian. I I I enjoy the excitement. I think it's going to be really Woo! cool. That um, will be cool. It might be up right now. It might not be. That would be insane. This takes a long time for. Yeah, exactly. Seth, yeah. you know, not even Seth doing the editing process, but the editing process takes a while, yeah. uh, a good long while for both video and audio. So, alrighty, everyone. So it's really odd the way that this kind of works because we always welcome hearing from you all and the wonderful stories that you have. Uh, we kind of opened the floor to your crazy stories after episode eight came out. No, nine, nine Episode yeah. nine came out. And at the end of episode nine, we said, if you have a story crazier than Christians, and if you haven't heard Christian's crazy story, go listen to episode nine, particularly the end of it. We said, you can leave us a voice message, and because you leave us a voice message on anchor.fm slash anything but, we can take that audio and put it in the podcast if you're all right with that. Well, our friend Tyler did just that, and he has his own crazy story that he thinks beats Christian's, and uh, Christian is going to be live reacting to it. I heard it, and when I heard (laughs) it, I immediately knew Christian's going to have to blind react to this. And so, here he is doing just that. Does it beat my story? I'm going to let you decide. Oh. Everyone, our friend Tyler. This is part one because this is a long story. But uh, there's this person from my high school that I knew. Uh, we, we barely talked. Uh, and she, like, switched schools a year after. So, like, I barely got to know her at all. Um, for the next, like, three years, it's just very surface-level conversation. Just, like, three-sentence conversation. Like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, you too. Okay? Like, that kind of conversation. Really surface. I wouldn't even call her a friend. Three years later, like an invitation to a Christmas party. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting there like, sure, I like Christmas. I like parties. I'll go to a Christmas party. Uh, so I go, and I find out it's her family's Christmas party. This is not a friend's thing. I was her plus one to a Christmas party. We didn't talk. Oh, no. Like So I was so confused as to why I was her plus one. So already oh, no. off to a terrible start. Oh, I just finished part one. Oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be so bad. That's so awkward. It gets, it gets so much worse. Keep listening. (laughs) I'm so excited. Part two. Here we go. Part two. Okay. So this is part two. Uh, 
like a month after she messages me hey a uh, quick question is it a sin to have a sexy dream and uh, i tried to answer honestly i was like yeah not inherently because it's an unconscious act so there's not like the guilty mind portion of it right solid answer uh and then she just follows it up with good because i had one about you <laughs> so already i'm like uh whoa okay uh too much information that's the kind of thing you keep to yourself don't tell me i didn't say that out loud but i think i just responded with k like i i want to get out of that conversation as fast as possible and uh again surface level conversation for the next while uh and then one of her friends uh approaches me in the dms and tells me about the existence of a group chat called tyler is daddy where uh, the point of it is to fetishize me and it's run by this girl yo what the like I, she did not tell me i was not a part of this group i found out about the existence of this group because of one of her friends huh. bro what the actual fuck no way who does that who the fuck does that that's <laughs> that's only part two i'm crying jim this beats we're this... still going up on this roller coaster this roller coaster's still going up oh my god this beats it already this beats it already oh shit that's insane who does that oh oh yeah oh i don't know part three so the story deepens. It, get, it goes further down the rabbit hole, my dudes. Okay, wow, so uh, one day she sends me an unsolicited nude. Um, obviously, I don't want to. I don't want to hurt her feelings because, like, she's a person. Like, I I don't want to be like ew or like you know block her immediately. So I just I think I just said K. Like I I responded to K to a nude. Like I I thought that was enough of a hint for her to get it. She did not get the hint. Uh, she continued it. <laughs> Uh, consistently, me just being like, cool, or a K, like, very, I don't understand how she did not get the hint. Uh, and then one day, she sends me a link to a Wattpad. Uh, I open it, and it's 21 pages. Uh, the first paragraph, like, you know, is a descriptor paragraph on this, this girl. The second paragraph is a descriptor paragraph about me. It's a fake name, but it's clearly about me. Uh, and then the third <laughs> paragraph, the first three, uh, first four words are, his white throbbing cock. Uh, so you already know where this is going. Uh, that was part three. Finish her out. Uh, Just go ahead and... Uh, yeah, I, I, so I, I read his white throbbing cock and I was like, this is this is porn. Um, <laughs> I, I feel dirty reading this. This is this was still on the first page. There were twenty more pages of this, and uh, I'm I'm obviously concerned. I'm like, okay, this has clearly gone too far. So I, I send her a message about like how I've been trying to send her hints, and you know how like I, I need to cut this off because she has an unhealthy obsession with me, uh, and I block her on Instagram. Uh, she proceeds to follow me. She somehow found my YouTube <laughs> channel, which had like four subscribers. Uh, she followed me on LinkedIn. Like this girl's trying to get to me, and I don't understand why. So she's following me on every platform. I consistently just block her on every platform, uh, and that's the story where we are right now. Sort of an unsatisfying ending, but like, jeez, if that isn't crazy, I don't know what um, is. I don't use the term psychotic very often. Same. So that when I do use it, it is... It means something. It means something. And I think this is one of the few moments where it is apropos. Uh, that's fucking psychotic. She is a... Have you seen the Discord recently? She is psychotic. No, I haven't. What the... F what? Did he... What did... Uh, 
I don't know how to even respond to that. How do you, how do you continue? How do you continue going on, Tyler? How do you just keep on? How do you wake up every morning? How do you wake up? Be like, all right, time to start another day. Things are okay. Still worth it. (laughs) Still Still totally worth it. it. (laughs) How? How? Check out. Check out the check out the Discord really quick because I know you have it open because we're talking over Discord right now. That's wrong. You are wrong for this. <laughs> that is so wrong. <laughs> you gotta tell them what's up. Tell everybody what's up. Okay, so um, in our Discord, which you can absolutely join, it is open to the public. Please it is do. the Anything But Politics Discord. Uh, link will be in the description and on all of our socials. But. In the Discord, which Tyler is a part of, uh, I've given... I moderate it. I've given Tyler the role daddy. How does he feel about He's this? He's the only person with this role. <laughs> oh, he, he, that's, that's what concerns me most, Christian, is that, like... He's so numb to it. Like, oh, he no. didn't really react when I did it. Oh, that's um, worse. <laughs> that that's the worse. worst. That's the worst reaction I could have gotten. So I sent the link for the message to the general chat and Tyler said, bro, I don't think I could fit my message into one minute. And then he's like, all right, there you go. Four separate voice messages so you can hear the whole story. It's a wild ride. And I responded four minutes later with, what the fuck, Tyler? (laughs) And his response was, you're "You're welcome welcome for the content. I said I'd let you blind react, and then I gave him the daddy roll, and then Miller was like, why the fuck does Ty have a daddy roll? And he just said, you'll have to wait till the podcast. He's so nonchalant Nonchalant about it that it upsets me. It's just a part of life. It's just a part of his life. He's accepted it, and that's that's worse to me than if he was still tormented by it. Because at least then he'd be fighting it. No, 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 he's come to terms, and that's worse. Oh, man, that's, that's tough. Tyler... I'm so sorry. That's a that's a tough moment. Cheers to you, buddy. Yeah, cheers to you. I'm gonna drink. This one's for you. A swig of my water for you, buddy. Yeah, water. That's what I got. So, uh, so video games <laughs> for anyone for anyone that would like to try and top tie or just don't have a crazy awkward story like that. Good luck. But just have a story that you think is worth sharing. Um, go to anchor.fm, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M, slash anything but, and you can leave a voice message for us, and we can do just like we did this episode, and put put it in the episode. It can be part of the audio. Yeah. You can hear your wonderful voice. Oh, yeah. So, that was a little aside, just because it is podcast related. It is. It, this was from two episodes ago. We issued a challenge, and Ty won. Yeah, Ty is the winner so far. I mean, I have... <laughs> I have other stories, but I can't tell them on this podcast. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, me too. Trust me. I hate it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like, so, so there is bad, there's like bad funny. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's so funny. How did that happen to you? That's crazy. And then there's just like fucking bad. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, not going to be delving into those on the podcast, but, um, yeah, so far, Ty, you are the, uh, you are the clear winner. You are Miles ahead. You are the Lightning McQueen in this in this scenario. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, so, get, getting back on the, the topic of the episode. <laughs> yeah. um, video games. Video games. 
So when you and I discussed what uh, we'd be talking about this week, we both kind of, we fell onto video games and we determined that we would both come to the table with like a couple of them that we wanted to talk about. Do you have any that you're like chomping at the bit to kind of start discussing? Do you have a, a favorite or? So I do, I do f- want to get into like, you know, classics, uh, childhood video games and like things I played as a kid. Cause those were the best. But there is one thing that I need to just nerd out about so quickly, and we will not stay on it for long. Um, This is a game I've been obsessed with for the past month or so, and I'm, like, finally getting good at it, and it's really fun. And it's niche. I don't know a whole lot of people who... I Sorry, I don't know anybody who has played it, aside from me and my father. But if anybody out there is familiar with the game Age of Empires... For the love of God, message me. I need to talk to someone about it. It's such a fun fucking game, and it's 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 so cool. You build, you it's so ah, oh, it's so nerdy. You build a civilization up, and then you fight other civilizations online, and it's really fun. That is a very simplified version of it, but there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of multitasking. There's a lot of keeping up with stuff, and like. You build up a civilization in a matter of like 20 minutes and then attack the other people that you're playing against online in a matter of another 20 minutes. And it's fucking insane. And it's a blast. And I'm in love with it. And it's my favorite thing at the moment. Um, What do you play it on? PC. I don't play console games anymore. I've completely moved away from it. The people I used to play on console with are like, okay, it's my father and one of my friends. Are like, they're like, um, why don't you ever get on console anymore? And I'm like, I just, once I went over to PC gaming, I can't leave. Yeah. It doesn't stack up. It really doesn't. That's true. How do you feel? I'll agree about, to that. Yeah. How do you feel about the whole PC versus console? Do you have a console? Yes. I have a um, Xbox One uh, digital version. I did not know that. And um, yeah, uh, I I vibe. Um we have Xbox Gold. We have like, uh, what is it called? Nice. What, do we, what do we have? The, the membership. Ultimate? Ultimate. Damn. We, we have the, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and and uh, so we have Game Pass. And a, as new things come out, uh, we're always trying new games. And That's dope. Playing classics that arrive. Like uh, Skyrim Special Edition is on Game Pass right now. Mm. And I've been, I've been, ugh, <laughs> as soon as I get off work, I'm playing Skyrim. It's such a good game. It's such a good game. Uh, I've been playing it for, what, like eight years now? Wow. And every time I come back to it, it is something new because I've I've never... And this is going to... I feel like there are so many people out there who are... I feel like video games are a topic where we're going to have a lot of takes that aren't so hot, but someone's going to get really passionate about oh, it. I can't wait. Hey guys, if you want to send us hate mail, it's uh, the. Is it the any no the, anything but politics podcast yeah, at gmail.com. gmail.com? That's the one. Yep. We also have a Reddit. It's r slash the abp podcast. Um, we got Twitter. That's in the just read the description. Uh, all that shit's there. But if you want to hit us up and send us hate, uh, please do it there. Please. Or leave a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash anything button. You can leave a voice message with your hate. Oh, hey, are we reacting um, to that voice message to the, this episode? 
Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't wait. Let's do that in one second after yeah, Skyrim. Sorry. Yes, please, Skyrim. No, you're fine. You're fine. So, um, my t- my it's not a take. It's just a, a kind of a a, a come a coming clean moment. I have like never got over level. 31, 32 in Skyrim in my eight years of playing it. I always fizzle out. Because I'm like you. I get addicted to one game. Yep. I play it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And then I put it down for years. <laughs> maybe to never return. Exactly. Um, and Skyrim, I always get addicted to it. I always play it a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, because of that, I fizzle out before I get to, to end game. Like legendary armor and like right. one hit kills. <laughs> I'm getting to that territory now. I, I've I've Ooh. held on to this a little bit longer than I ever have before, mainly because um, I've got new DLC. Uh, Skyrim Special Edition, at least on Game Pass, comes with nice. all DLC, so you can build your own house. You can uh, go to a different island. There's a whole bunch of stuff in the DLC that has kept me into it longer than I normally do. Mm. So I've gotten to a highest level than I've ever been. Sick. I, I have more money in my pockets than I've ever had. It's so much fun. Uh, uh, Skyrim deserves to be game of the year every year because it has that charm that you can always come back to. Not every year. Because 2019, or maybe it would have ended up being game of the year 2020. Either way. Red Dead Redemption 2 was fucking phenomenal. Did you play it? I did not. I've seen it be played. It is, it is. I'm... I'm the kind of guy that watches like Let's Plays a lot. Gotcha. Yeah, it is one of the most interesting stories. It so fucking captivating. You fall in love with characters. It is like it is like you're playing a movie. Yeah, I love games like that. It's just, so good. That, when a game can take you out of it like that, mm-hmm. just completely separate it from anything else. That's I was that's great. I was there's a bell. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say there's just a balance of 100% gameplay mm-hmm. and, like, 80% cutscenes. There are games where, like, what you do is you walk forward and then a cutscene yeah, plays right? and then you're out of it. And then it's like, oh, you got to go to this town. You go to that town and a cutscene plays. Mm-hmm. There's a balance that give you that cinematic, you're part yes. of a huge story, but at the same time, you feel like you're just watching greatness happen in front of you. And I think the Red Dead Redemption games are really good at that. I think 3 kind of hit that as well. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, so, uh, oh, was it? Oh, I got very lucky that in 2019 I was making a move to uh, Cary, and so I was like out of work for like a month, and that month yeah. just happened to be the month that it released, and so mm-hmm. I beat the game in like two weeks because I didn't do anything other than play that game, and yeah. so because I, I will say if you do end up playing the game, you have to play it fast. You can't. Like, you can't... <clears throat> it has to be the only game you play, and you can't really leave it for very long because you really get taken out of the story. And once you get back in, it takes a, little, it takes a minute to get back into the momentum. But I just kept the momentum, so it literally felt like it was a movie. It was so much fun. I miss those days. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption That's 2. So great. Great yeah. game. But other than that, Skyrim is fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. Really good game. What's uh, your favorite video game as a kid? First- Oh shit, that's really close to what I was going to ask. So I'll nice. I'll okay. Give it to me. Let me ask my question. Okay, I'll answer both our questions and then you answer both our questions. Sick. So my question was going to be what was your very first console? Ooh, good question. So to answer your question and my own, 
My very first console was the Nintendo 64. Mm. And uh, my favorite game on that was Rayman 2, The Great Escape. I've never uh, heard of For it. those of you that don't know Rayman, uh, Rayman is a little orange fella uh, with no limbs. He's just a body and a head and hands and feet. And you know how in games when you like go idle, they sometimes have like idle animations? Uh-huh. Uh, he would like take off his head and dribble it like a basketball just because he had no limbs. Um, and it was like being an adult and looking back, it's so weird. What? (laughs) No, yeah, I'm I'm completely agreeing with what you're about to say because I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. I was going to say that, um, it's, it's really weird because in Rayman one, it was such like a happy go lucky game. It was like a platform side scroller. Oh, I don't know. And, uh, it was was very wholesome. Rayman two. There were, like, steampunk pirates that kidnapped his best friend. And, like, he had to gather, like, eight masks from assorted beings to to gather, to go travel to the place where his friend was. It was fucked up. And that was, like, oh, my favorite game as a kid. That was your what favorite a sequel. Game? That was your favorite game as a kid? That's awesome. I have never yeah, heard of just That's because beautiful. Look it up, Rayman. Ray, it was yeah. on a couple other platforms. I think they uh, they put it on the DS as well. Mm. They like redid it for DS. Wow, um, yeah, there, there, there he is. Yeah, I I just don't think you can beat the story of mm. that second game because, like I said, <laughs> the first one was drastically different. It was a side scroller. Mm. This one was like a full 3D, like open, they went all semi-open out. world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they went <clears throat> all out. Oh, the soundtrack brings me the fuck back. Uh, it was ju- it was just good. Mm. That's all I could say. It was it was just good. That's nice. So you, what was your first console and favorite game as a child? Uh, I believe my first console, like the first one I played on, or the first one I had. Played on. Played on. Uh, was my dad got uh had a PlayStation Two when he was uh in oh college. the PlayStation Two yeah so I played on the PlayStation Two I and Ugh. my shit and when I tell you my shit I mean my fucking shit was uh gta san andreas i wish he would let me no fucking oh yeah Ki- I, d- I was not allowed kingdom hearts did you ever play that shit no but i i have nothing but love and respect for that community it looks like such a good thing it, i've just literally not had the time yeah to get into it's it. fun if you if you ever have the time i highly recommend it is phenomenal the storytelling <clears throat> the storytelling through all the games is really incredible um, I mean, I loved the first one just because like, A, it's iconic. B, it was really fun to like fucking chill out with Disney channel or sorry, Disney characters. Like that shit was the bomb. Um, yeah, it was really fun. And then it got more into like, um, how do I explain? It got less about the Disney characters and more about like the story of that world, which was also really, really cool. I enjoyed playing those as well. But that yeah. you just couldn't beat. I think it was Kingdom Hearts two was the was my favorite one. You just couldn't beat it. It was so it was so good. It was so much fun. I've played it ten fifteen times all the way through. Um, mm-hmm. I played it a couple of years ago. I went back. We we took out the old PS two and I found all those games and I I played a few of them and I got stuck on Kingdom Gosh. Hearts for a while. Yeah, I did play GTA San Andreas on the PS two, but that wasn't like not childhood, right? Um. I think the next, like, big game for me... So, I played a couple games on the N64. 
on the PS2, uh, I think my first big game that I was like, oh, this is awesome, was uh, the the video game for the film, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> There's a video game? So you, yeah, you play as Charlie, and uh, Willy Wonka's assorted candies do different things. Like, you can blow a bubble and bounce on it to get to higher platforms. What? That is wild. Is it like a platform game? It, uh, yes, it was It was a platformer, not a side-scroller. It was also kind of uh, gotcha. semi-open world. Interesting. And, yeah, it, it was one of those where it was just like a... It was a money grab. Uh, it was yeah, just because sense. the movie had come out. Yep. Uh, like the fucking Cat in the Hat game. Have you ever seen the Cat in the Hat game? For no. like... What the fuck was it? <laughs> PlayStation Wii... I'm going to send you a video Please. that I just need you to watch later with um, the Game Grumps, who I love. Oh, Definitely go watch them. them. And uh, Dan Harmon, one of the co-creators of, like, Rick and Morty, and uh, a genius when it comes to writing. I, I, I love all of his stuff. He worked on Community. Um, he's yes. just really, really talented. Uh, he plays D&D, a Harmon quest. Eh, anyway. Um, <laughs> they had him on as a guest. And, oh, my God, it was that's awesome. It's one of the funniest fucking videos. It's one of my top five like favorite videos on the internet. It's Whoa. so funny. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's like it's I can't breathe. I'm turning purple. Funny. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I will. Definitely oh watch yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's great. I'll, I'll give you a timestamp as well. There's like Sweet. a really funny bit. But I mean, I'll watch the whole shit. Anywho. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's like a money grab, like the like the cat sure. in the hat, uh, like video game. They made it because, like, the movie was getting traction and then the video game would flop. So I think they eventually learned their lesson. I, I don't think I've seen a movie-turned-video game in a long time. Yeah, it's never—it can't ever be good. It's never good. It's no. not going to be the same. If you're trying to recreate the same feeling the movie gives you, yeah. it's not going to be that. Like, I went to—today, actually, it's so funny that we decided on video games. And today, uh, Leah took me to a—it's um, not a pawn shop— it, and it's not a thrift store, but it's like those things. So there was a bunch of stuff that people donated slash sold. And, uh... Is it like a G2K? I don't know what that is. Is it like a GameStop? No, because it's, like, got books and music and video games and equipment, like, music equipment. Like, it's got... it's It feels very thrift store-esque, but it's yeah. not quite... Oh, uh, Leah said there's one in Tennessee. It's called MK... MK. Yeah. It sounds it's, familiar. Yeah, it's a chain, and there is one in Tennessee, but I don't. she doesn't know where, so she was curious if actually you had seen it. But anyway, thousands of books, uh, hundreds and hundreds of, of CDs slash vinyl uh, albums. Is it MK or Mr. K's? I might have seen it. I, all I saw was just MK, but it could definitely be Mr. K's. It probably is, because I didn't pay much attention to it. Um. Either way, I... Yeah, Mr. K's Mr. used K's. books, music, and more. Thank you, that's what it is, Mr. K's. Um, yeah, no, I love Mr. K's. Do you really? That's so funny. Yeah, yep, I went there. I love Mr. K's. For the first time today, I went there. There's one in Greensboro, and uh, I found old, old video games, and it was really cool to look through them. And uh, one I did find that uh, I just have to play at some point. Who knows if I'll act ever actually get around to it. But it was... <laughs> Speaking of movies turned to video games... Fucking Shrek 2. Apparently that's a video game. <laughs> oh, man. I did not know that they the made... The perfect sequel. Oh. The perfect 100%. sequel. 100%. 100%. I don't know if there's a Shrek 
Like the original <gasps> Shrek video game. Christian, can we have a Shrek episode? G- for the love of God, please. Please. I'm so down See you with next Shrek week, episode. guys. <laughs> next week, we'll talk about Shrek. Oh, man. But yeah, like way too many, way too many video games, com- video game companies try to be like, or movie companies. I don't know who actually puts those oh, in, yeah. in, in action. I have a Kung Fu Panda game. Oh, I feel like I for played like it. For like Xbox 360. I feel like I played that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's really shitty. Do wait, like, wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. Do any of the Lego blank games count? No, they okay, don't. Good. And I was literally just about to get into we're that. We're so in sync. I we're so in sync. Yeah, I'm. I'm turtleneck gang. <laughs> right? Yeah, get into it, please. Because I just thought of that. I respect when you can take the the lore and the characters and everything. And transform it. If it's a transformative work, yes. then it's its own thing. I think these cash grab games suck. Kung Fu Panda, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. Cat in the Hat. Games like that suck because they're literally just trying to recreate the movie. The movie. Yes, exactly. And they're like, oh, kids like video games. We could make some money off of this. And so they put the the same characters, the same voice actors sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And sometimes they hire, like, really shitty impersonators, which is even better. Um, <laughs> Same plot. Just trying to recreate what the movie has you feel, Terrible. and what you get is not a good video game. Yeah. If you can transform it like the Lego oh, games do. So good. Holy fuck. I hold another hot take. Yeah. I hold the Lego Star Wars saga with the same respect that I do the Star Wars saga. 100% correct. That is the best opinion I've ever heard you give. That is a hot I mean, true. I just think, I don't know if that's a hot take. Does everyone agree? I, Does everyone know, like, what the fuck? I feel like everyone's got to agree. That's it. They, because. They killed it. It's transformative. It's different. Exactly. You get to add this little quirkiness and you get to get away with it. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. I have though. a Lego Indiana Jones. Of course. Uh, of course. Also just it's, as good, if not better, than the movies. It's really funny because um, I, I also mentioned that I have Kung Fu Panda. Uh, that Those actually come in one compartment. No. I'll have to... Why would you, you open it on two? one side. You open it on one side, and it's Kung Fu Panda. And then you flip it over, open it from the other side, and it's Lego Indiana Why Jones. would you lump those two in? That's horrible. Although, every time I do see a bundle, it's like one really good video game. And then one like, why is that even in there? <laughs> That's just so because that's the only it. way they can sell exactly. it is if they sell it with a good game. <laughs> yeah. So I have a local, um, I have a local nerd shop. They sell cards, dice. We love supporting local businesses. Nice. Yeah. Um, we have a local shop, and that's where we found it. And we were like, we fucking need this. <laughs> so, so that is exactly what we did. We got that, that's and we amazing. played it, and we actually ended, uh, really ended up enjoying it. Which, of course, we did. The Lego games are brilliant. Mm. Hey, so we are at. Around fifty minutes. Do you want to drop a little, uh, little, oh. uh, little uh, money corner? Is it yeah, money we, corner? Yeah, no, no, no. We can drop the money we corner. Gotta, we got, we got to step into the money corner real quick. Yeah, we can step into the. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Uh, Unless you're on YouTube, I shit forgot about that. Unless you're on YouTube. Uh, no, but for everyone listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'd like to thank you so much for listening and mm. being where we're at. Uh, you know what I really like? Before we go to the money corner, I'll kind of mention this. Yeah. Here's something I really love about uh, kind of – there are some things that we do 
um, that we never discuss. It just ends up happening. And the the dynamic and the formatting of having a good, valid discussion for the first portion of the podcast and then coming back from the ad break and delving into utter fucking chaos yes. is never something that we planned. <laughs> like, no, it just <laughs> happened that one episode. It just happened that one episode, and it's happened subsequently. Like, every time we come back from the money corner for the rest of the episode, it's just <laughs> fucked. And we've never said, oh, let's be crazy for the last half. It, no, that, it just it, happened, and then we were like, nice. <laughs> it's because we get warmed up. We get into the conversation, and, you know, mm-hmm. we finally get our, our comedy chops, and uh, we start making better jokes, uh, which I think is a good dynamic. I think for Absolutely. those of you that like listening to well-thought-out discussion – that's your first half and then the money corner and then um ugh, everything else and then whatever the fuck happens whatever the fuck happens next <laughs> then we a, take it's, cocaine during it's the a, money corner it's a wasteland yeah uh so with that being said prepare for the worst um let's go to the money corner let's hear a word from us, our sponsors this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back, everybody, from that lovely ad break. Thank you so much for listening to that, everyone over at uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. YouTube, thanks for watching that chaos. Uh, we had a nice <laughs> little discussion, didn't we? We uh, did. If, if, you don't, if you don't watch on YouTube, if you, just, if you prefer to listen to audio because you don't have the time to dedicate an entire hour to looking at us be stupid, at least go check out that YouTube content because it's always a blast. And our editor, Seth, so many so many good comments every so we have a very open friend group who if anything ever goes wrong i know within 24 hours they'll message me and be like hey this got fucked up hey correct this you know i i got told genuinely by our friend noah that um the first episode where we had video we already knew this would happen we already took that l which was to say that the video overshadowed the audio for that one episode our audio listeners did get kind of feel left out because that that episode was about Mm. video correct so even though they had audio content to be listening to it just felt off and noah told me that and i respected that but we already kind of knew going in that that one episode we were going to take that l Mm -hmm. uh now we've found our balance which is good but yeah. When stuff happens, we know because we have very genuine people that we surround ourselves with and we love all of them. Uh, we do. We do. We do. We got so many good comments about the editing of the YouTube video. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, honestly, it was, it was flawless editing. I absolutely loved it. And, I, I, again, I don't want to leave our audio people out. You never told me that note. But um, I definitely don't want to leave our audio people out. But... There is a lot of good content to be had on the YouTube channel strictly just because of the editing. The editing is really, really great. Shout out to Seth. You're killing it, brother. Shout out to Seth. You're absolutely killing it. So, with that being said, 
Welcome back. Let's go ahead and do what we do after our ad break, which is go to the tabs. The tabulations. Let's do this shit. So, can I exit? What you got? This? What you got? Okay. I'm. I've got like I've got fifty plus epic video game history facts you probably didn't know. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna scroll really quick and just land on one. Um. This one is going to be from Mario Party 3. Nintendo allocated $80 million to provide gaming gloves to players who had hurt their hands while playing the, <laughs> the notorious Mario Party joystick rotating minigames. Uh, mini what? Wait, what? So on the Nintendo 64, you remember there's like a controller, right hand, left hand, and then there was kind of a dick. Uh, in the middle of the two. Yes, And it yeah. had the yellow uh, joystick. Yeah. Mario ah, Party yeah. 3 had notoriously difficult and long portions where you had to rotate it. And kind of a clutch move that people would do is not use their thumb because you can't articulate it that fast. They'd put the palm of their hand oh, on that joystick and just circle it really fast. Yikes. And you would have to do that, especially in this game... For a really long amount of time. So Nintendo allocated 80, think about this, 80 million dollars to provide gaming gloves to players who had hurt their hands while playing that uh, that video game. That's ridiculous. 80 million. Who's, yeah. Who's, who's hurting their hands that much? Like, that like, bad? Like, okay, so uh, Mimi, my sister Jamie, and I are notorious... Mario Party players. What do we play? Mario yes. Party 7 or 8? 8. We play Mario Party 8. And uh, we get into it. We get really into it. And Jamie wins every time. <laughs> That's how it goes. Fail. That's how it goes. There's always, always. the one person. Mm-hmm. I'm that person. Anyway, continue. <laughs> nice. So, um... <laughs> I feel like... It's hard to get that into it to a point where it's like, ah, oh, work through the pain. The second I hurt, I'm like, ow, I'm, fuck this shit. I'm stopping. <laughs> Why would you keep going? Yeah, it's Mario Party. Let's maybe it's not Mario break, Party. Our, break our hands over Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to think about our priorities if we're breaking our hands over Mario Party. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong. Oh, awesome great concept. Game. Super fun. Let's not, maybe let's not break our hands. Maybe it's not worth it. Give me something from your tabs. I'm going to get right into this. This is, this is fucking stupid. There's no way this should be real. Speaking of cash, cash grabs from earlier, this is most definitely the worst cash grab I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. This is the, this is the headline. This KFC gaming console is real after all, and it keeps your chicken warm. Are you talking about the KFC console? I'm talking about the KFC console. And the chicken warming drawer? And the chicken warming drawer. So, what? What is KFC doing? What is KFC doing? Between the Mario Lopez movie, if you can even call it a movie, at which you can't, it's not a movie. Between that and whatever the fuck this idea was... What are they actually doing? They made that uh, visual novel. What? Uh, I th we talked about this on an episode. Uh, you talked about the Mario Lopez movie. 
No, we definitely... I think we discussed it. It was a video game called I Love You, Colonel Sanders. We did not talk about this. Maybe it was brought up Holy and Holy shit. It, they made a video game, my guy. Brother? Huh? I'm gonna send... I'm gonna send an image to the Discord. Please do. Uh, I just want you to know that this is licensed from KFC. This isn't a fan game. KFC said, I want this made. <laughs> Seth, go ahead KFC and put this put image out... up now. KFC put... I'm conf... Uh, <laughs> Are you Where? sexually confused? <laughs> Very. What's the... What is this whole... Oh my god. Pot pie power pinch. Seth, just what? keep putting these up. <laughs> what is this marketing move by KFC to be like, we should make Colonel Sanders like just really so f- fuckable. Just ridiculously fuckable. <laughs> Let's... We want everyone in America and Japan to want to fuck the fuck out of Colonel Sanders. Oh, you know what? Japan is... <laughs> they, for for they what? KFC. On Christmas. On Christmas. So maybe that's where this art style is coming from. But, dude, what the actual shit? What's the... What's the... What's... What... What's the... Wh- why? <laughs> where was the... What's the reason? What reason could they possibly have to doing this? You know what? I don't mind it. I um, like sexy Colonel Sanders. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't. Don't. I'm don't a fan. This. I'm a fan of the Colonel. I, l- I think that they... Okay. What uh, audience do they have to cater to? Are you... Have you walked away? I leaned back in my chair very far. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just still looking through... Uh... What were you saying about their age demographic? Not age demographic, but just demographic like what numbers? audiences do they have to... Think about that. So what? what is... What is... Okay, so McDonald's is so big, you can't really use that as an example because it's like, what are you going to get for fast food? Uh, fucking McDonald's. Yeah. You know, think about... The audience you hit with commercials. You're talking about licensed TV commercials or maybe radio ads. Now you're targeting people that can drive um, ads on YouTube, of course. Think about the demographic this hits that otherwise wouldn't be thinking about it. I think it was a good move. I think a lot of fucking nerds ate chicken (laughs) because of this game. What? Oh, that's just awesome. But here's the thing. I don't know about that. I think I disagree. I, cause here's, this is what I've been feeling about. Have you gotten the fucking Candy Crush ads? Yeah. Anybody? Oh. Is anybody, have you been getting different? I know what you're saying, which is that makes you not want to play the game. No, no, no. It's not that. It's not that. Okay. It does definitely make you not want to play the game, but. My thing about those Candy Crush ads that I also feel about KFC is like, dude, we all know about Candy Crush. We all know. Why? We're not. Why is it's, it? it's not that we're not going because we don't know about it. Exactly. We know people, about it and are still choosing not to go. Correct. Do with the that information who, what you will. The people who know, know, and they either do or they don't. There's no, there's no group of people that's like, Candy Crush? What's that? There's definitely no people who are like, KFC? What is that? 
They have KFC they, in England. They have KFC everywhere. Yeah. Which is kind of wild that, like, Kentucky one state, made it that yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. One state has, like, a stranglehold on the chicken community in the entire world. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's my thing is, like, who doesn't know about KFC? Who's, like, watching this and going, oh, huh, sexy. This this mascot is super sexy. I wonder this what his chicken a, tastes like. This has awakened something within me. <laughs> I'm now horny for chicken. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, this is this is going to sound awkward in terms of editing, but uh, this is Jim editing the episode six days after uh, the episode had been recorded. I just I, I think it would have been a hate crime if I didn't include this, but I, I I was at McDonald's with Mimi like two days ago, and sitting in the drive-through waiting for our food, I looked across the street and I saw a KFC, and I thought back to the episode and the recording and how funny things were. And I, I, I thought of a joke that I really should have said in the moment. I just didn't think of it. Because really, at the end of the day, what it is, is comedic genius. And I thought that it would be... I thought that it would be a hate crime if it didn't end up in the episode. So with that being said, I'd like to present... Kentucky Fried Dickin? Yes. Yes, Kentucky Fried Dickin. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very proud of that. And if you'd like to uh, send me an award for comedy... Uh, email us at anything but politics uh, podcast, anything but politics podcast at gmail.com with my nomination for comedy award of the of the year. Thank you. Uh, once more, uh, Kentucky Fried Dickin. You've talked about your uh, your your uh, heating drawer, which by the way, the chicken heating drawer won't actually have a heater in it. Games just game consoles just put off heat. That's the heat right. that they use. So That's... it's just already there. It's a hey, it's a power genius. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty genius. genius. You know what? Good for KFC. Good for the Kern. Good for the Kern. Good job, good buddy. The, good for the Kern, man. You're killing it. He is killing it. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, let's see here. More tabby wabbies. Oh, I'm actually gonna add to this. Um, so this is just a nice little fact. Doctor Cortex. Uh, which is Doctor Cortex? Uh, uh, um, Crash Bandicoot. I was just about to say, where do I know that? I know that from Crash Bandicoot. Yes, that's one of my favorite games as a kid. Dr. Cortex, Hades from God of War. Nice. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and add uh, Detective Hank from uh, Detroit Become Human are all voiced by the same voice actor, which is Clarence J. Brown III, who also does the voice of Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. What? No. Oh, that makes sense. That dude is iconic. Oh, that dude is absolutely iconic, and I love it because it's that's it. He's got the voice. Mm-hmm. He's not one of those like voice actors that have a ton of range, and I'm okay with no. that. There are two types of voice actors: the one who is a chameleon, and the one who brings the same voice to every character. One hundred percent. And it's like, I I love both. They did. Someone did a. Uh, someone did a. Um, I forget what company does these, but they had on Patrick Warburton. And they were oh, like, I love Patrick Warburton. Me too. And they were like, hey, go through all your characters and like talk about the, the voices for those. And I was like, Patrick Warburton's is just the same. <laughs> they're, they're, I was about to say, they're all the same voice and it's just his voice. It's That's just really his voice. What, yeah. Clarence like, is kind of the same. Exactly. Um, and it's great because you hear Mr. Krabs when Detective Hank goes, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, That's awesome. You go, oh, it's a, it's such a, it's such a lovely Cartoon, little thing. People who do cartoons, like voice act cartoons, and then will also voice act for like, 
either like raunchy shit or or super like rated R shit is so funny to hear your favorite characters just swear up a storm. It's so funny to me. Oh yeah, uh, I think Tom Kenny has done similar stuff where he's yes. been talking on like an adult panel, and yeah. he's just like, "It's great doing the SpongeBob voice," and just be like, and he just curses up a storm, and it's great. It's awesome. That's lovely. The weird shit that people put into games. In God of War on the PS2, there are two statues at the end of the game, and if you strike them, nothing happens to tell you that hitting them did anything. They don't crack, they don't move, nothing tells you there's any significance to hitting these things. But if you keep hitting them, anywhere between 200 to 400 times, they will break, and a scrambled code will show on the screen. Decoding it reveals a 1-800 number. Calling the number will put you through to a recorded conversation with Kratos and David Jaff, the game's director. Kratos eventually gets fed up with David and kills him, ending the call. The crazy shit that people put into games. I love when, like, games have stuff like that. fucking crazy. That's so cool. The amount of detail poured in, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, That's amazing. Wow. I love that there are still, like, semi-modern games I'm talking about, like, in the last ten years. That Mm -hmm. the the producers have come out and, like, straight up said, oh, yeah. Because people love picking apart games, like the uh, YouTube channel Game Theory, stuff like that. Yes. Love it. Uh, People love Five Nights at Freddy's, um, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. The the (laughs) dance That's a classic. Dan Salvato with Doki Doki and then uh, Scott Coffin from uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, they've both come out and said, yeah, you haven't found 100% of the stuff I hid. No, of course not. Five Nights at Freddy's has been out like 10 plus years. Yeah. And he's straight up said like, yeah, not 100% of the stuff has been found. That's crazy. The dedication that people put into this. I love passion projects. You can tell when a game has love in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Doki Doki for, like, two seconds? Yeah, let's like, uh, let's touch on it. What a fucking fever trip that is. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I don't think you can beat the marketing strategy they had, no. which was word of mouth yep. like no one's business. They didn't yeah. really I – I don't remember a lot of promotions. It was Me either. a few little things just to get the base group going, and from there on out, it was, hey, have you played this visual novel? It's totally innocent. You should play it. Really cute. Yeah. yeah. I, I first came into contact with it through Game Grumps when they did their playthrough. Of course. Dude, one of the funniest series I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Um, I will go back Shock and watch value. it. 100%. Yes. I will go back and watch it at some point this week, honestly, now that it's been brought up. And for I those of you that have never heard of Doki Doki Literature Club, just to let you know, you can get it on Steam, and it's a really cute um, dating visual novel of these yeah. four schoolgirls, and it's um good time. Yeah, it's, uh, that's it's it. really wholesome, really beautiful, like, family, uh, Play it at night game. Uh, with your doors unlocked. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, you should. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's just a crazy fucking game. Uh, thank you for bringing that one up, because it is... None of its kind. I feel like there's never been another one that's like even scratched close to it. That's not a phrase that has ever been used, but they've never scratched close to it. What are you saying? That a game hasn't <laughs> hit that level of what? Yeah, like there's not... <laughs> Sorry, I'm the worst. There's not... I've never seen another game that is even close to the level of depth and just wildness that that game is. I th- I, I'm going to agree with you on a in a sense and just say that other games have that level of depth, but none of it strike the same 
and hold the that's, same tone. That's true. Like, it's such a harrowing experience that is meant to catch you off guard, and it does, even through a second playthrough. I just did a second yeah. playthrough earlier this year. Really? And it, and it still gets to you. Yeah. It low-key fucks it. you up. Yeah. Because after you know you things, after you know things, you can, like, do more with the game. Just yeah. because, um... It's one of those games that you can interact with as it plays out. Like, the character files change as you play. Right. And Yeah, so uh, depending on where you're at in the game, the literal files for the game have changed. Crazy. So you can, you know, look at stuff like that, and it's wild. What's something you have in your tabs? Uh, speaking of, like, random consoles that happened, like the KFC, uh, did you know the Soldier Boy? <laughs> Fuck Soldier Boy. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck the console. I hate it. I can't believe that people even tried buying it, even as a joke. JonTron made a video about it, and oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, That's right. I forgot about that video. Uh, so the Soldier. Fucking funny. <laughs> oh, hilarious, but just infuriating. What is He missed up, up on him? the opportunity to call it the Soldier Boy. Oh, yeah. Instead of the Why Game didn't Boy. He? he didn't call it yeah, the Soldier that's... Boy. Because so he's better. a dipshit. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Understand. Hot take. Soldier Boy's What's a dipshit. Like, Soldier Boy. Okay. Soldier Boy claims. So Soldier Boy claims that the console is capable of running PlayStation, Neo Geo, if I'm saying that right. You are. PC, Sega, Game Boy. Sorry, Game Boy Advance. Uh, and what's NES? NES? NES games? What is that? Nintendo Entertainment System. It's like Thank the you. first, like, I didn't huge know that that household. The... Yeah, you're good. I'm sorry. Um, you're fine. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah, as well as as well as fucking Soldier Games, which is so awesome that Soldier Games. <laughs> the website states that the console comes with 800 games pre-installed onto the console. It's called an emulator, and he literally bought them in bulk from China for like. Five dollars a pop and sold them for fifty, and he, really he got away shit. with it. Well, he eventually got caught, but like, sure, so many people had already made purchases. That's he's wild. a dipshit. Good music early on. Early on, sure. Now yeah, he's putting but all out that like, went to his head. All of now that he's went putting to his out head. like five or six albums a year of like twenty tracks, and they're all pure garbage. Potentially the worst music I've ever heard in my life. Let me, can I hit you with some trivia, some like questions and answers type stuff? Ooh, yeah. I really want you to think about this because I feel like the answer might seem clear if you don't answer too quickly. What is the best selling video game of all time? Ah. Actually, you know what? I'd be surprised if I got this right first try. I'm looking at the answer and I'm like, oh, yeah. Is it not Fortnite? No. Fort, buddy, Fortnite's free. Oh, so microtransactions don't count. Okay. Correct. Um, okay, because I know it's the best, it's the most, it's made the most money, but best selling. Um, is it GTA Five? No, but that, that was my guess. Ah, I don't know then. What is it? Um, and this might be bullshit. Let me try a second source. Nope. Second source also approves. The best-selling video game of all time to date is Minecraft. Oh, that makes so much sense. It really does. Yep. 
Wow. I, I my guess was GTA Five. Yeah, I know it's up there. It's uh, up there. Let's right? see here. Second question. This one's kind of like a video game history one. What was the first commercially successful video game? Is it Mario something? Um, it is not. First commer. Okay, mm. so you're gonna want to think way before Mario. I'm talking about base oh. video game. The first game that got put on a screen ever that was commercially successful. Galaga? Before that. Galactica. In a second. Which one's Galaga? Which one's Galactica? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's too much of a difference. I don't know off the top of my head. When I think that game... any of those? No. Damn. Mimi? It's Pong. Oh, my next guess was fucking Pong. Ah, I couldn't remember which came first. Damn. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go Gal- Galactica or Galaga, whichever one it is. Then I was gonna go Pong. Then I was gonna go Pac Man. Fuck. Yeah, that is wild. Um. Um. Oh, you know what's cool? You know what's the only cool thing about New Hampshire? The only cool thing about New Hampshire, which is where I'm from, uh, is it has the largest arcade in the world. Neato. Yeah. Fun spot in uh, Laconia, New Hampshire, which is such a random place for the largest arcade in the world. Like, you, w- why would you ever guess Laconia, New Hampshire? But for some reason, <laughs> Laconia, New Hampshire is where it's, uh, yeah, it's like it's got three levels. It's literally like 20 minutes away from where I used to live um, and, uh, and where my parents used to live. They used to go there all the time. And... Uh, yeah, opened in 1952. It's dope. It's got three levels to it, and the top level is, like, old-style arcade. Like, there's just a, an extreme, like, over 100 just old arcade games. It's so fucking cool. I love that place. We go every year. Um, so, anyway, that's a little neat little New Hampshire slash video game fact. Um, let me see. Yeah. What else you got? Any more questions? Uh, yes, I have one, which would be, uh, what position, let's see, what was the position, let me, what position did the creator of the Game Boy have at Nintendo? What position? What do you mean? What position at Nintendo did the creator of the Game Boy have? Oh, I feel like I've heard this before. I think the answer is the only reason that this is a question in the first place. The male guy. You are so ridiculously close. Oh, really? Um, 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 uh, what's close to male? Uh. Think like one uh, step down on the totem pole. Wow, one step down. The copy guy. Okay, maybe two steps down on the totem pole? The janitor. The janitor. What? A janitor at Nintendo birthed the the Game Boy. One of their like most successful consoles. Which I have. That's what, yeah, I, I, had fucking, a, I had a Game I, Boy. Yeah. I miss it. Same. I, I I had a Wait, did you have a Game Boy or a Game Boy Advance? Uh I think I had an Advance. Nice, same. I was able to play on a Game Boy, an original Game Boy, twice. One of my friends had one. That thing is so ridiculously dope, but also so not fun to play. <laughs> yeah, it's really not fun to play any of those games. The Game Boy Advance is fucking insanely cool. Oh, for real. That's cool. I did not know it was the janitor. I had a feeling it was a low-level employee based on the question, but mm-hmm. the janitor, that's the crazy. The fact that it what is a, a question. Yeah. Oh, 
last thing. Are you familiar with the video game Bubsy? Bubsy, I think so. Bubsy. It's Bubsy the Bob. It's a terrible video game. It's it's god awfully atrocious. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Uh, I believe Curtis Connor did a video on it. Maybe it was Danny. Uh, then yeah, Drew. I definitely saw that. I think John Tron yeah. might have also done a video on it, but I think I've seen. I both. think John Tron also did one. It was my favorite game as a kid, and I cannot tell you why. It is the most broken piece of shit game that has ever been birthed. But for some reason, like, eight-year-old Christian was like, this is the best game that's ever been made. (laughs) And I love it. Fucking Bubsy. Except I played the three... I didn't play the platform. Well, it's still a platformer, but it's 3D. Uh, It's horrible. The mechanics are the (laughs) absolute worst. And, like, I I vividly remember being like, Dad, I can't beat this, this level. Can you? And he was like, no, I can't. The game is terribly broken. Like, none of us could beat it. It was horrible. It's a terrible game. Don't play Bubsy unless you want to have a crisis. Fuck um, Bubsy. Fuck Bubsy, yeah. Bubsy's the fucking beats, man. Bubsy the Bobcat. And that ends my tabulations. If, uh, that if ends my tabs. If you got anything tabs. more, shoot it at me. What's that? That ends my tabs. There you go. I, uh, you go. I feel good. I feel Those good as fun. well. Those were fun. Those were fun. I, um, I, I genuinely enjoy talking about it, and I feel like just like um, just like theater, just like film that we did like early on in the podcast days, months ago, um, <laughs> I feel like this is always something that, that we could come back to. I feel like you could definitely do a video games part two yeah. because there's so much to say. There's a lot, yeah. And, uh, I didn't even scratch the surface. Did it, we went over like our first game as a kid – What's your favorite game overall now, would you say? I think this is a good place to end. What's your favorite? Yeah. What is your favorite game? Is it Age of Empires definitively over everything? Um, I don't think so because I think that's just a trend right now. There yeah. is one game that I seem to always just go back to uh-huh. and I can't ever stop playing it. Um, I've played through the story countless times. It's I've played online. It's, it's really a well-done game. Um, the online is a little broken for right now but when it's that way the story still is so compelling and beautiful and wonderful and that is gta 5 gta 5 is really such a well-crafted game uh-huh um so much so that it's still like going strong i believe 2020 was like its best year for Which some reason everybody and their me. mother got back into it yeah i still uh, like the- feel like it just came out right I still have that mentality of like, oh, the new GTA. Yeah, right. I'm very curious to see what they do with six. Oh, me as well. Does my eyebrow looked like that the entire time. Holy fuck. Um. Anyway, yeah, GTA Five is really such a fucking good game, and like I said, I can never get old. Like that story never gets old to me. Yeah. The way that it flows so nicely between the three characters, mm-hmm. and the character development, I just love that game, man. It's so so good. There's so much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, just like fucking around, playing free mode is oh, for honestly real. so much fun. GTA yeah, has it's... one of the most, like, it's funny. It's really humorous to say, like, appealing open world um, yeah. kind of systems. But uh, it, it is appealing. It's fun. I feel like everyone kind of wants to go around and wreak havoc. 100%. Yeah, it's a blast. It's, it's really... Um, I would say that's probably my favorite game of all time. 
unless I'm really forgetting something very specific. Um, but I don't think I am. I don't think I am. That's really, it's really quite a classic. It uh, is. I'll agree never really that. gets old to me. What about you? Now, Mimi asked me before uh, the episode started what uh, my favorite game was so that, like, I could be prepared. And I, I told her what I'm going to tell you, which is I can't pick one. Not across yeah. all consoles, at least. Like, if you narrowed it down to a portion of my life, like, oh, when you were a kid, now that you're an adult, what mm. was your favorite game? Or, hey, what's your favorite game on this console? I'd be able to tell you. Like, mm. And they're always really, like, off weird niche games that I just fell in love with. Like, uh, my favorite game on the Wii is Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Uh, which is just a Dragon Ball Z fighting game uh, yeah. with a shit ton of characters and... I just, I fell in love with it. Um, I think Seth still has my copy. I still have his Skyrim copy, so we're holding them hostage. <laughs> uh, so that is definitely my favorite game for the Wii. PlayStation 2, I'm going to say San Andreas. Um, ah, it is a classic, such a classic as well. It really is. San Andreas is, I, in my opinion, definitely one of the best, you know, like top three um, mm-hmm. GTA games. Which yeah, isn't hard to say because there are five. I'm going to say top two. Uh, well, aside from the, you got the spinoff. You do have opinion. a lot of spinoffs. Oh, like, of course. Or not spinoffs, but sub, sub non-main games. game. Like, uh, yeah. So GTA Too Fast, but, Too Furious, uh, GTA Tokyo Drift. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I hate you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Skyrim is a classic. Absolutely. Detroit Become Human is How I Met my, my Wife. So that holds a special place in your heart. So that definitely will always hold a very special place in my heart. I met her through that game, Aww. so I'll That's always uh, like Detroit Become Human. But yes, yeah. um, I think I think I couldn't go through this episode without mentioning Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 at least once. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that makes me comfortable. How do, you, how do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. I feel like we got a fantastic. lot of... De- Ah, man, I feel like there are some things that we are genuinely so passionate about. Like, we find it hard to joke about it. Like, we find it hard to find the funny bits because of the fact that we're like, no, 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 no. But this game is genuinely so good. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No, but we got some good laughs. um, Sure. Especially during uh, the the Colonel Sanders portion. I think that was my favorite. Always. That was my highlight, personally. (laughs) Always excellent whenever we delve into the sand. Oh, we have. Why have we talked about the sand a couple of times? Is this the third time up. or the second? I be, It feels like the third. It's got to be the third. Why the no, fuck do it's we the keep second. talking about Colonel Sanders? <laughs> it's the second, but we talked about him twice in one episode. Okay, fair enough. We talked about the mini movie, and we also talked about Japan. Listen, but that was in the same episode. You've made a gaming console. You've made a game. You're making a film. If you want to sponsor a podcast, KFC, hit us up. Yeah, hey, you know I'm what? I'm kind of into Colonel Sanders. <laughs> hey, you know what? What we could market it as like a you know we both got the three letter thing going, you know, KFC and ABP. ABP, there you go. It rhymes too. Look a, at that. A it collab. actually is a perfect rhyme. No, it's not quite a perfect rhyme. 
was about to say each letter rhymes with the other letter, but it doesn't. The F and the B doesn't rhime. F and B. But K and A. <sighs> Damn it. C and we're so close. We were that close. Time K- to change our name. KFC, if you want to sponsor us, I'll personally dress up as Colonel Sanders um, every episode for the YouTube I will dress up people. as a bucket of chicken. Oh my gosh, please. Uh, <laughs> maybe for our Halloween episode, we can be in costume. <laughs> we have to. We have oh, to. Oh, we have to. We'll see what funny bits come between now and then, but right now I think Colonel Shoot. Sanders is really high on the leaderboard. Absolutely. We, we'll let people we vote. Whoever's Sanders. listening by then, whoever's listening by fucking October, we'll put up, <laughs> hey, here's some references we've made over the year. Colonel Sanders, oh. this, 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 and we'll uh, put it up to a vote and people can vote on our Halloween costume. Mimi, what were you going to say? I love that. Or for a cosplay episode. Oh, an episode on cosplay. That'd be cool. Anywho, we keep rambling. I'm a, I'm a, I suck at goodbyes. I always ramble when it comes to I know, signing it's so off. Hard. I love you guys. I love you guys. We just have to do it. We love ju- you guys. Oh, oh man. You, awesome. We just got to rip that bandaid. Oh guys, I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. <laughs> See you next week. And before we go one more time, thank you for our sponsors and to our friend Miller, who is now subscribed to the podcast, pledging a little monthly donation. If you would like to do the same and thank are you. able to, Hey, it would mean the world. It allows us to keep this, uh, keep this as good as we can get, gets us better cameras, mm-hmm. gets us better microphones and make sure that we keep giving you the best quality we can possibly deliver. So <laughs> you can do that at anchor.fm. Uh, slash anything but that is a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m slash anything but and you can hit the message button to talk to us a little bit or the subscribe button to pledge those monthly donations of either 99 cents four dollars 99 cents or nine dollars 99 cents so thank you to our sponsors thank you to miller and thank you to every single one of you for listening seth for editing and my wife for putting up with my horse shit anyone anyone you just want to thank (laughs) arbitrarily christian uh just the academy Other than that, I'm good. Thank you, the Academy, and all the little people that got us to where we are today. Love you guys. Everyone have an excellent week. Love you guys, and see you next week. See you next week. Fuck Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, I hurt my back doing that one. Oh, old man.